Hello and welcome back to Podcasting as Praxis. My name is David and my pronouns are he and him. I'm James and my pronouns are they and them. I'm Jamie, my pronouns are he and him. Hi, I'm Rob and my pronouns are also he and him. And I'm Alistair and my pronouns are also he and him. Um, I'd like to say happy Independence Day to Venezuela only. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. And and we're recording on the advent of Boris Johnson's final day. Definitely, 100%, surely happening this time. Guaranteed. Yeah. Snow. Yeah. Exactly. This is, uh, is going to do gangbusters. Uh, welcome to the uh, live <laughs> podcast reacts to politics. <laughs> Rob, I hate to break it to you, but that's all this fucking podcast is. Yeah, yeah. but now we're yeah. liver than usual. Because news <laughs> is a doing whilst we are, are recording. I'm, I'm going to deliberately stall this edit till next week. <laughs> uh, don't it make me more accurate if you do that no it won't alright it's uh, Jamie doing the edit here just to let you know we threw out the uh, entire like news section of this episode so the episode's a little shorter than usual um, but you don't have to listen to a bunch of stuff that was like A rendered obsolete by everything that happened on fucking Wednesday and B for whatever reason didn't work very well because none of us had any fucking energy or chemistry so we're going to duck back in now with a little bonus clip which um which covers how we restored the vibes to this episode and also explains why everyone keeps breaking down in laughter for the rest of the episode so enjoy all right nice dead air feeling good about this um (laughs) is it me or is the vibe in here fucked tonight for some reason the vibe in here is fucked tonight and i don't know why the vibe. Uh, did you want to just go into the main thing because there's a lot of vibe in the main thing, <clears> and maybe that will that will help sort us out. Or do you guys need a minute to go snort something or something? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's the point. I haven't taken big drug tonight, and I'm very tired. That's possibly why the vibe is off because I'm not fucking medicated. I'm also I'm also sitting here with a partial headache. Like I took ibuprofen, but it's not sufficient. And I'm out of paracetamol, so that might have something to do with it as well. Womp womp. All right, shall we go into the main story then? I don't know, David. Can you figure out some kind of bridge, or I don't know? Do we just play He's music getting or big something? Drug. Give him a minute. Oh. No. <laughs> Why was that so loud? <laughs> that was bizarre. What was that? It's you. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> Did you make a I've fucking a drop, drop of me? Yeah, I've got a drop of you now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> all right now we're cooking with fucking gas jesus christ oh uh, hang on let me medicate let me medicate all it just needs is like some casual bullying of some member of this podcast and everybody's fucking back alive is it yeah pretty much Probably, yeah. Yeah, Re- yeah. reinvigorate myself by listening to that drop over and over again <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so for tonight's main story, which is a bit of a, a mystery box for the rest of uh, the, the pod crew, um, I wanted to tell you uh, a story about a new city being born somewhere near the Mediterranean. Um, and the credit to this, go- credit for putting me on the center of this goes to uh, Nevin Calapalli, I hope I pronounced that correctly, at Curb Magazine, which is pretty incredible. Um, essentially, what happens during the article is he gets into um, a meeting of the Praxis Society. What? Ah, like-minded <laughs> individuals, I trust. It, mm, very like-minded individuals. <laughs> 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 We've broken the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we kind of have. All right. So these meetings are normally, uh, um, you can only attend them if you sign an NDA and like say, you know, swear on the cross, you're not a journo. But he manages to essentially sneak past and not sign the NDA, which is how he manages to write the thing up. Um, And things at this meeting are a doing. Let me read you a little bit. Well, ushered into the center of the room by Eric Wahlberg, Praxis's head of community, he turns it over to, to the Praxis co-founder Dryden Brown, who's in his mid-30s, wearing a hoodie with a hood pulled up over his head. We're building a, we're building a city, he says. We're building a city from scratch, somewhere in the Mediterranean, with the help of Peter Thiel. 
Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> As one is wont to do. Yes, very much. Um, so the company will they own a, is a company. Will it be? A, excuse me. Sorry. Question right off the bat. Will it be a haven for Peter Thiel's? It will certainly be a haven for a certain type of people. Yes. Um, is, this is. Is this, uh, is this city going to be in the Mediterranean? Are they building Atlantis too? At the moment, it is unclear. All we know is that it has to be in or around the Mediterranean because the Mediterranean climate and diet is good for people, and they want they seek to live forever. Oh All God! Right. Can I just take a moment, Barry? You know the whole Mediterranean diet makes you live longer and shit. Do you know where that comes from, Jamie? Oliver? Italians. <laughs> no, right? It's it's compared to Americans because Americans don't have you know healthcare. That that's oh. it. Someone did the control and worked out that. Oh wow! Did, did someone uh, compare Italians to Italian Americans? <laughs> kind of. Yes, they did actually. Like they, they assumed it must be the diet and climate, and then someone actually did all the studies and went, "Wait a minute, we're not doing like for like comparisons of like Italy to France or whatever." Huh? It turns out when you add universal healthcare, there is no difference. Like <laughs> fuck me, who would have thought? Huh? Anyway. Yeah. So the uh, the company co-founded by Dryden Brown, about whom much more later, is called Blue Book Cities, uh, and they self-define themselves as a Ch- grassroots isn't that a song. <laughs> mm. <laughs> No, no, you can't do that now. Uh, so they self-define as yeah, a. We've gra- given Rob a kill switch. <laughs> yeah, we have. Yeah. <laughs> no, this was a terrible idea. Uh, so, th- say, so they self-define as a grassroots movement of modern pioneers building a new city. And uh, Dryden Brown also refers to this project as, because it's, it's not real so far. Um, so for us, we're working on building something like a personal Wikipedia that serves as an intellectual scaffolding to support our vision of the future. So Incredible. Incredible, they've started the wiki. The wiki. That's- they have started the wiki. <laughs> but this wiki, about much more later, is called uh, The Praxis Brain. Oh, motherfucker, that's <laughs> incredible. I'm feeling like I have a really bad case of Praxis Brain right now. <laughs> we, on the next podcast, we prefer the term hive mind, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so I've read... a. Uh, disturbing amount of numbers of Dryden Brown's blogs um, but let me give you just a sample just to set the scene a little bit about where we were where they want to go and where I want to take you for Dryden the rest of this Brown, podcast texture like sun <laughs> <laughs> to build the future we need to converge on a vision for it to converge on a vision for the future we need to converge on values to build the future we need a new society and to build a new society we need faith in the frontier so what they're doing first is, apart from building the wiki, they are establishing the values necessary to create the ideal city. Look, you know, that's all good and everything, but when you were saying that, all I had in my head was the guy who plays uh, Kane from Command & Conquer going, to build the city, you must first build society. To conquer the city, you must conquer society, like in fucking Red Alert. Just... <laughs> <laughs> so did you just refer to Kane as uh, the guy from Command and Conquer? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not wrong. He pops up in Red Alert. You know, he's not James. Is not wrong. Yeah, yeah. Give g- 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 the guy a bit of credit. Sorry, I give Kane all credit to our our Lord and Savior Kane, who lives in death. Would that make you feel better, Alex? <laughs> I'm doing it a little bit, if I'm honest. Okay, spotted right. the noddest. And I just I want to make sure that you understand this is not just like a solo uh, project by Dryden. Uh, there's also a guy involved called Alpha Barry. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, uh... he never meets uh, Omega Barry. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh... No relation to alpha masculinity, I assume. No, he's uh, oh, no. Uh, th- that no. James, that's a Sigma Barry. That's a whole different other guy. Um... <laughs> the Barry grind set. <laughs> <laughs> and Alpha Baz uh, explains the practical necessity for the development of Praxis City. Where is the forcing function f- uh, for us to create such a city if it can no longer be war? The climate change apocalypse is one candidate, but climate change is not about climate change. Climate change is about ecosystem governance. Ecosystem governance is downstream from humanity's species dominance. Species dominance is the result of technology, and technology Why? is the Promethean staircase to godhood. Right, Why do where does this factor into the time like cube? This? Yeah, this is time cube. It is. 
Imagine four cities on the edge of the continent. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, you know, this is this is very much the Jordan Peterson. Um, I'm a dumb. I, I'm a dumb guy's idea of what a smart guy is, kind of thing. Like, oh, this yeah. is all of them. They're all dumb guys trying to be smart guys, essentially. Yeah, I mean, they all have, like, a, a, a huge preference for, like, citing obscure, like, 18th century philosophers and stuff all the time in the blogs they write, which yeah, I've read because I... The thing that gets me is they all do these, like, meaningless run-on sentences that are all just like, well, the fucking, like, hand bones connected to the arm bones <laughs> and the arm bones connected to the future. <laughs> Is that what they, what they mean when they say the reach exceeds their grasp? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so essentially, what, if you're asking what the kind of city practices city is going to be, the way that Blue Book uh, wants to, to, to build them, they're called affinity cities because they're based on shared value systems. I, I swear uh, to God, this, this, fucking, this, this whole thing so far is like a how-to guide of playing Stellaris. <laughs> oh, i just had a lightning bolt go through my head i know what this is they basically want to do italian city states like that's what they essentially want to do they want to do italian city states where the populace is bound together in some fucking purity of a body hygienist kind of framework uh-huh. yes. of what society yes. is yes and then as- and the currency that everyone uses is the dogecoin <laughs> basically yeah i think that's it. it's so it's it we have done too many of these because all these this is like a big list of check marks of stuff that's going to come up in the very near future <laughs> it's, like, it's like cassandra you know it's not that yeah. cassandra could actually see the future it's that cassandra basically spent too much time on fucking like zeus twitter and want to see the future coming at her <laughs> being on twitter is akin to such in the face of god <laughs> <laughs> I mean, touching isn't the word I'd use, but close enough. Go off, <laughs> Yelling abuse at the face of God. So the fundamental point of what these idiots are trying to do is they're trying to say, how do we create the best city for the best people? And that is, they don't want to start with material oh, conditions. Oh, the white supremacists. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't want to start with, like, material conditions or like why do people come together well it's usually to trade and barter and then the settlement follows etc etc historical materialism go listen to uh eleanor yanniger's podcast but uh they say we want to define values first and if you have the correct values we will attract the right people uh who will also have these values and that way we can create an ideal city um and they define vibes they define some of those values. The first being physical health. Oh, and ooh, a pre- mm-hmm. this is, is this the first time that one of these freaks is actually going to define their terms? Oh, no, no, yeah, no. Um, a little bit. British values are a defined thing, by the way. You can go look that shit up. They're, they're real, and as far as the values are actually really held to, but yeah. <laughs> Right, so the first value they define is physical health. People must be, you know, this is like, we're getting very close to like Ubermensch shit. Uh, there must be, they, people must I mean, have theoretically, an appreciation. We're getting close to, to theoretical Ubermensch because I, I doubt any one of these guys could like fucking, do you know what I mean, run up a hill. Uh, they, they must They must also have an appreciation of beauty, which is defined as the Western canon. Um, oh, aesthetics, is it? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Say, what is a political movement based on aesthetics? Mm. Is it based mm. on is, is there is there entire political political philosophy based on that one tweet where that fucking guy like posted the photo of the fucking statue of the woman and like the him and some other dipshit were like fucking rattling <laughs> on at length about how this is they only get this kind of beautiful art in the West and like all this <laughs> sort of shit and it was actually sculpted by a Chinese woman. Yeah. yeah. But the most important thing, the most important defined value is, um, that they, is that they see is vitality. Let me read you a little bit from the... They've got to have oh, lots of blood fluids. for Peter oh, Thiel wow. to drink. This is, the, this is the whole fascist ideology of, like, speed, isn't it? It's like, you know, the whole aesthetic yeah, meth movement. Yeah, is great. Well, yeah. yes, that, but also, like, um, you know, em- you've got to emphasize motion and action yes. and vitality. Is, that's, that's what this shit is. Right. From, this is from their blog post uh, called Introducing Praxis, which, again, is not at all uh, fashion Hello. anyway. <laughs> My pronouns are they and them. I was going to say, can they, can they get through it in one take? Oh, so you can do it in mid, mid-episode. <laughs> I can do it when it's funny to do it. I cannot do it when it's funny not to do it. That's right. the rules. 
The defining value of the coming epoch is vitality. That's spelled with a capital letter, by the way. So we are building our citizenry on this moral foundation. We will build structures that reach to the heavens on a vibrant coast with governance that enhances the vitality of its people. You will be able to walk barefoot in the midst of our urbanity. It's a shame. So also it's feet, a shame guys. they're never going to get this fucking shit off the ground because it would be so funny to watch <laughs> it, it all fall so into the ocean. Fucking funny. <laughs> and uh, James, you were just talking about like uh, uh, fash uh, ideology sort of leaking into this. Well, uh, try this on for size. Vitality manifests physically, culturally, and spiritually. Physically vital, uh, physically vital civilizations produce healthy, strong, and beautiful people. Culturally vital civilizations produce high art that inspires aesthetic contemplation. And spiritually vital civilizations are pulled unremittingly forwards to a vision of the future in touch with the true nature of man and the universe. What? I hate these people. I'm just absolutely... <laughs> Do you know, the, the really annoying thing is I'm pretty sure that if Nisha actually met these cunts first of all they'd hate him but second of all i think he would just openly weep because uh you know for anyone who doesn't know and is listening nisha wasn't actually a nazi his sister was a nazi and after his death she took all his work and actually changed it and then gave it to the nazis as justification of her own social standing and it's been this big effort to basically take all of nisha's sister's shit out of his work we had this whole thing about the ubermensch etc and what the ubermensch essentially was and all it was was not about racial superiority or any shit like that it was this whole idea that build a society where there is no god and you know you need to answer the fundamental existentialist questions that follow from there and he had this whole idea that the very last men as he called them would be people who'd think that they'd done this essentially who'd think they'd succeeded in building this kind of stuff but they'd live like these kind of blunted hollow self-obsessed kind of lives and it's these cunts he's talking about I swear to God, they, they've read the substance of a lot of what he's written and just completely missed. Would it, would it, would it surprise you to them. learn that a lot of this, well, all of this is funded by uh, Silicon Valley Bitcoin psychos? Absolutely not. 100%. In, like, that is on brand. Right. So that's like a lot of theory, right? But more plainly put, this The this thing is, though, new... right, when they, when they talk about, like, a spiritually healthy society produces great art, was that, was that the phrase? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Where do those fucking apes... I mean, that's all a little bit high minded. More practically speaking, essentially what they want to do is they want to live in, in an autonomous charter state. So like a state granted charter by another state and build it on decentralized crypto economy somewhere in the Mediterranean basin. I'm going to invade. And I'm if you're wondering, here thinking, I'm sitting here thinking, Jamie, that if they're not trying to make New Atlantis, by God, with vision, we will make it a New Atlantis. <laughs> I hope it means I can like somehow declare war on these fucking freaks. <laughs> well, I mean, nobody really knows where they want to like manifest this the, this city, uh, the, the Praxis city. Uh, but uh, presumably, it needs to be a country that's desperate enough to lease its land to the richest and most insane crypto dogs in the world. And like the speculation is Hello. that it would be somewhere in the Balkans. Yeah, it's going to be Kent. <laughs> well, I, I was just think, I was just thinking it would be Greece, which would lead to Paul Mason yet again adding Stoyer over I mean, the whole thing. <laughs> I was gonna say, if, if it if it was Ken, these guys these guys would be tearing their fucking hair out now that Rishi's gone. Right. He was their boy, fuck. What are they gonna do now? Maybe that's why he's gone. <laughs> Come to Atlantis, Rishi, the the revolution has happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the cha- the Chancellor of Atlantis now. Um <laughs> Uh, so in an essay on the website for the Praxis Society, uh, Dryden Brown explains his vision Never for a, a, a new city <laughs> and society. Uh, and he starts, he starts from the following point, that current cities are all bad. Why are they bad? Because they no longer share values. Um, oh, and, fuck off. And they, that is they, the worst dog whistle I've yeah. heard in a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they are, instead of being communal hubs, they've simply become labor markets. You know, that process of alienation on the capital that, you know, creates Oops. all these alienated people who no longer share bonds or anything. And there's also yeah, lots of... What if, what if we could monetize that rock? Yeah, exactly. Um, and there's also lots of loneliness in the city, which there wouldn't be if you all shared the same values. Um <laughs> And he's got this big belief that humanity itself no longer believes in like a, a sort of great adventurous vision of the future, but that things, these things can change. 
Um, <laughs> from um, oh, this, this is from a different blog post he wrote somewhere else. Essentially, he, he talks about uh, he used to go to Blockbuster with his dad in the family Volvo and uh, rent Star Trek or Star Wars, which promised like great oh, visions of the future. But now there's no more Blockbuster and uh, also the sorry, Star Wars is in the past. The, yeah, I knew, yeah, I I knew that would fucking lob a hand grenade into this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, do you know what I mean? I wasn't, I already wasn't taking anything this cunt says seriously, but I'm double not taking the cunt seriously if you think Star Wars was in the future. I'm sorry, like, do you know what I mean? It comes up at the fucking start of every film. So essentially, civilization in its current form has failed, but there is good news. Um, yeah. Today, we have an opportunity to reimagine cities. Software engineers built the infrastructure to support the migration of the knowledge economy from the office to the cloud. A virus catalyzed this migration. <laughs> now we can live and work wherever we choose with whoever we choose. You know what? If they build this city, like if software engineers engineer this city, it'll all be over by lunchtime. Yeah. <laughs> all, they're, all they're fucking talking about is just reproducing the exact same shit we've got now, except for some reason, crypto is now more involved. And like, like what? It's, what? It, it's crypto keeping out the poor's, the disabled, yes. and the ethnics. That's yes. what they want. I'm, much, I'm much like a file system, software engineers are good at migration. Ergo, we should put them in charge of the immigration system in this future place. Nothing will go wrong. I'm I'm trying to picture a society where software engineers replaced actual engineers and like who fucking boy? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of rigid going on there at all. all over the pl- like buildings falling down all over the place, and it's like, no, well, shit, you shouldn't have pushed it live till we'd patched it. <laughs> I'm just picturing the uh, the building is like leaning over, and they've got like a bunch of like rods in supporting it, and the rods are just labeled patch one, patch one point <laughs> You know, uh, basically because everyone who really matters uh, can now work remote. Uh, you can all they can all move to Praxis City and become one with the gods, because the people who will be allowed into Praxis will be heroes doing heroic projects. Which Man, would give we're going to you... have to add so many new fucking tears on the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> the, thing, the thing that fucking the thing that bothers my piss about this, like fucking, oh, we'll all be heroes in the cloud shit, is that like nobody who works in tech has a job that is important to humanity in the fucking slightest. <laughs> <laughs> No, like, really oh, I'm the I'm the guy at fucking Facebook whose job it is to like fucking write a fucking robot that can guide people who are earning like four pence an hour in the third world how best to not fucking moderate posts by some dipshit who's claiming that like COVID vaccines make you grow a second head or some shit. <laughs> Jamie, that's that's not fair. They must have custodial staff. Nah, they subcontract that out so they don't have to pay benefits. Like, you know, that's not yeah, even that's... a joke, Callister. Yeah, that, that's yeah. fucking, yeah. Okay. That's just stated facts. I, I, yeah. I, retract, I retract my comment. Carry on as you the were, janit- The janitor at Facebook is a fucking, like, a, a robot, in air quotes, that's actually piloted by a guy in the Philippines on submission. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right, you know. Yeah. Um, so, essentially, the, the idea is remember that, that people... Remember that, thing, remember that thing last year where everyone at Facebook locked themselves out of the office? <laughs> oh, that was so and good. People thought that the was world so was funny. <laughs> that was that was incredible. That like that's so that's the, co- the level of fucking intellect they're going to build this city on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is one person with a key, and he lives on the other side of the planet. So, so this guy. That's this, literally what happened. Well, they had to like fly in. The dude yeah. who had yeah. physical key to get into the place. It's like remember, <laughs> like remember when remember when you went on holiday as a kid and your dad locked his keys inside the car. What if that, but for a corporation <laughs> yeah. or a whole city in this case? Um, yeah. oh, so you imagine them locking themselves out of the city because of some yes. fucking like some guy does a crime and steals control of the Bitcoin network thing they've got and. Then they're all locked out of the city and can't get in. Fantastic. I'm now in favor of this project. You've talked so, around, Rob. So, so Dryden Brown's idea is essentially that you would have a, a city that is a startup society based on shared value. Um, so, which won't have a lot of people. He, he readily admits that. It's only between like 30 and 100,000 people. But those will be the great people with, let me yeah. quote again, the talent and vitality. <laughs> the great ex- people. This motherfucker says great people. With talent and vitality exceeding that of ancient Athens or Renaissance Florence. <laughs> <laughs> my, my dude has. The, just. Why don't you just write Ubermensch while you're at it? Like, fucking save us all a bunch of, like, legwork. Hammer it up your fucking dick, all you nerd. 
Because as we know, in ancient Florence, everyone was a de Medici. They all just sat around wearing fancy clothes and getting themselves painted like Jesus all the time. That's how, how ancient they, how Florence gonna, worked. How are they going to police this futuristic city? Because I'm really hoping that the phrase Ed 209 on the blockchain appears somewhere <laughs> in this document. <laughs> Oh, there is, I have something later about police. I can't find it at the moment, but we will get to law and, to the question of law and order uh, uh, in, in a bit, Jamie. I promise you. Uh, and in <laughs> practice, podcast is practice going to get the cop tier on the yeah. Patreon. And also, by the way, um, uh, the, the, these the best people of of neo Renaissance Florence um, will also seek eternal life. And they don't just mean like in the literal sense of living forever. They mean that like because what they have created, this great city, will be so wonderful and extraordinary that their works will live forever. And therefore their name will be forever, live forever even after they die. Like great artists, you know, we, we still know the name Van Gogh. So therefore you could do the same when you know you're what? building the city. I- Rob, they should just, what they should do is they should just build enormous pyramids for their... Uh... For their cartouches to go in. You see what it is, right? Every single one of these fucking tech dipshits is driven by this like fear that the world's going to forget them. And rightly so, because they've done nothing of value their entire fucking lives. So the yeah. world is just going to largely fucking forget them. It'll just be like, a, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, for one thing, there won't be anyone left to write history books in the future. But even if there was, they're just, there's just going to be like a, a chapter where it's like, oh, I remember, like there was like a couple of centuries where like everyone was just mad for billionaires and no one remembers any of them because they didn't do anything of value. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only the thing that ed- might the be remembered... The to these pricks is going to be this podcast episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> basically, uh, basically, not no amount of fucking like, of like Facebook shares can give you the fucking like Im- immortality that like fucking Ian Asir has, so... <laughs> <laughs> Can you create a podcast that will stand the test of time? Um, but <laughs> according to, to Alpha Barry, uh, this coming technology, this coming together of technology and society would create, in effect, a technopraxis, a sort of science of civilization craft, civilization as a work of art. And if you're wondering, what's crypto to do with all of this? Well, that's because, according to Dre... <laughs> By God, people, the people are crying out to know. <laughs> That's because, according to Alpha Barry or Dryden Brown, I can't remember who. Uh, I'm sorry, they... these names are too insane. I cannot, I cannot deal with this. Alpha Barry. Yeah, uh, I but... mean, what the fuck, man? Basically, like, why is why is crypto involved? You ask, and that's because cryptography ensures cryptography ensures property in a way that before only guns could. Oh my um... god. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? We live in vaporwave hell. <laughs> <laughs> what I love about all of these dorks who asked us to come back to your earlier point is like when you or I were like teenagers on the internet, okay, it was a bit of a gap between them, but let's pretend, right? You'd you'd make up your online handle. And that was just like an online handle thing, and it was like, oh yeah, it's just it's just for convenience, it's to obscure your actual name, you know, stranger danger and all that kind of shit. But these guys have made up their online handles, and they just decided that is my name now. That is how I shall be known to the world. No more am I Barry Mortimer. I am Alpha Barry, Alpha and that's just Barry. it. And they all just yeah, kind well, of fucking see, take it at face value. You see, though, you made you made up like a fucking uh, a pseudonym to avoid stranger danger. But like, as far as stranger danger is concerned, these are the guys who knock. <laughs> yeah, actually, yep. <laughs> Fucking no notes. <laughs> now, you, the the regular listeners of this podcast, would be would be remiss if you didn't ask. Have you tr- have we tried this before? Because there have been other charter cities, and there's definitely been a t- attempts at building new cities. You have the Line in Neom. Singapore's done some experience. There's a uh, they were trying to build crypto spaces in Honduras called Prospera. We've even talked about uh, the cities on the moon, the floating lily pad that we did with, um, well, there's your problem. And why have they all... Such a horse shit on this podcast, honestly. (laughs) Speaking of the moon moon and crypto dipshits, uh, has anyone heard from Elon Musk since that mystery rocket crashed into the moon the other week? (laughs) 
<laughs> so I looked into this, and I'm, I'm sorry to point out that the, the rocket actually crashed months ago. It's just that they decided to do an article on no one claiming credit for it. So alas, uh, Elon Musk is not stranded on the moon, slowly choking well, maybe, to maybe, You ruined James. everything. Yeah. Maybe, James, he did crash on why, the moon why, and it's only just run out of battery here? and reception. Is there a need for a person on this podcast who exists just to piss on my dreams? <laughs> Jamie, I mean, check your heart because you know that's true. Yeah. Also, Jamie, if you're, if you're wanting off the podcast, I hate to inform you, you're still going to piss on your own dreams, mate. Yeah. <laughs> right, so all these, someone to rein you in. All these other cities have essentially failed because they started from the flawed premise of an economic basis rather than a spiritual one. they didn't one. have Ed209s on the blockchain. <laughs> I just, I'm obsessed with this idea of Ed 209 is turning around and leveling the guns and they're like, you know, you have 60 seconds to, to comply and they're pushing the update to stop it, but they can't afford the gas fees and so it guns them all down. <laughs> like, I love it. Like, the Terminator heads up vision, but everyone's face is one of those fucking monkeys. Um, <laughs> yeah, and they're in a hexagon as well. Yeah. <laughs> Right, so if you're wondering how is it, how, <laughs> what is the... Turn into where it's a VR experience. <laughs> you know, and uh, maybe one of you can do this, actually. We'll do this in a little questionnaire. Can you name one, maybe two places that have succeeded because they were based on spirituality rather than uh, uh, mere uh, economics? No. no. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> James? Which, um, which, which fucking country is it where they, like, bankrupted themselves on crypto? Uh, that's that's still in progress. That's El Salvador, I think. Yeah, El Salvador. I was say, they, 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 they haven't technically bankrupted themselves, but they've like, however much money they uh, dumped into crypto just has like lost essentially all its values. So. <laughs> let me give you the answer, or at least let me give uh, Dryden Brown give you the answer. Quote: Among others, Israel and America, both groups were oppressed and sought the freedom to live by their values. Both felt the intangible. Fucking <laughs> shit, man! <laughs> What's the metric here by which you judge that America has? What, what was the? Fu- oh, sorry, what was even was the fucking question that America is the answer to? <laughs> that America uh, is cool. founded on spirituality rather than base economics, and that's why America, much like Israel, ha- is succeeding in the world. What? <laughs> which, which is there two Americas? Is there a second one I'm not aware of somewhere that's there, doing there, all there right? Are in- there are indeed two Americas, Jamie, and there's been many like hit pieces of cultural media. Inside you, it. there are two Americas. <laughs> <laughs> Both felt the intangible pull of the frontier. Both had a keen historical instinct. This is how cities with spiritual significance are founded. So, you know, again, rather than base, you know, materialism. Um, and this is briefly back to the New Yorker piece, because this is where it gets really good. Um, after he, Dryden, uh, compares praxis to the formation of Israel, I ask him if they intend to, uh, if the land they intend to build on will have to be depopulated. To which he responds, ah. I used to work for the government of Israel, so I'm really not going to get into that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> wow. Yeah. This has something for everyone, this story. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow, that's... <laughs> I know. Talk about saying something by not saying it, right? <laughs> uh, now you all might be wondering. This is all a lot of high-minded philosophy and you know <laughs> genocidal cleansing. Um, but how would it work in practice? So, as I said, first you have to build a city. <laughs> first, you have to build a city around <laughs> s- shared spiritual values, not economic conditions. Um, and this is according to one of their other members, who's, who's quoted in one of the blogs. Um, Reshaping society requires more than rational arguments. It starts with culture. Praxis gets this. Culture, then cities, then society. We are defining a new identity for the coming generation and bringing them together in the Gold's Gulch of the Information Age. Oh, my living Christ. I hate this so fucking much. <laughs> so the the reason you don't need to create a local labor market, as I think I've mentioned before, is that because all the, the, the heroes and the beautiful people who live there can work remote on their laptop. So they don't need labor or or, 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 or an economic set of circumstances in Be, their city. Being an Ubermensch is being on the computer at home. Yeah. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what these guys? You know what these guys really want? 
They a really fucking want... good hiding? <laughs> yeah, no, that's what they, that's what they need, Jamie. Um, what they want is they, they absolutely want to have that subscribe to your own city-state um, as a service kind of model from Snow Crash, you know? Where it's like, uh, you know, essentially like the nation is like this decentralized thing that you pay a subscription to and it gives you a passport sort of thing. And that means you're not allowed to be taxed and all that kind of shit. Like, that's what they basically Excuse want. Excuse me, did... Wait, so what, you so pay, you a, pay subscription a subscription to not pay tax. tax. <laughs> yes. Right. Again, Snow Crash is satire. Most yeah. people yeah. to this. Right. <laughs> like... Oh, and Jamie, I knew I had something on this. I'm glad I get to, to answer your question uh, at long last. Um, this is again from the from the piece uh, that I started with. Uh, during a discussion where the journalist president, one of the uh, present, one of the other randos who is there, like who's not in the project yet, he cuts in and he says, "I'm I love super." The way you described them as a rando. <laughs> that's, the, that's the cereal they all eat at breakfast. <laughs> I'm, I'm super new to this, he says. So you're trying to build a new city. What would you do about something like crime? To which the Praxis head of community answers, you would have a monopoly on violence. Now, again, practically speaking, the idea, as I said, is to build Praxis cities somewhere in or around the Mediterranean where states already exist. So why would one of them go along to have this weird city? What what you may be asking is the value proposition uh, for an it's existing state. It's a bit of a state. bold claim for them as well, because if anyone has a fucking monopoly on violence in the Mediterranean, it's the EU border force. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean... I don't think it's going to be too difficult for them to find a country that's going to like like let them do this because you know the world's falling apart and any old mad shit flies nowadays. <laughs> well, I mean, since we broke Libya in half, they have open slave markets there again, and from what it sounds like, these people wouldn't mind having some slaves around. Much like ancient ancient Athens also had a bunch of slaves around that weren't citizens, so technically yeah, could live in like free these, ancient these Athens. guys. These guys would make all the fucking slaves like dress up in like fucking like body armor so they could pretend they were robots <laughs> yeah just wrap them in, in foil yeah um yeah. as i say if you're asking why would any state let these dorks in well that's because blue book is offering existing governments a totally unprecedented human capital transfer a slice of silicon valley dislodged due to covid it's like a one-off transfer of the best and most clever people coming to set up you know not Naziville in your town. And that'd be great. These guys have absolutely no idea of their actual cultural worth, do they? Nah. No. Just like negative non, concept. None whatsoever. It's, <laughs> but, like, I mean, it's like I always say that, that that Bond film where Christopher Walken wants to blow up Silicon Valley, like critical support. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's also like, it, it's these fucking nerds genuinely don't get that if it was like Facebook, the legal entity with all the money, wanted to build a city somewhere in Europe. Like, maybe there's a conversation to have there. Probably not, given it's Facebook. But, you know, that's that's a potential thing. There's, like, an actual potential tax asset and various other things there that you could maybe work with. But they seem to think that, well, you know, Silicon Valley's entrepreneurial spirit is... And they've, like, basically taken the propaganda at face value. And they think it's them. Not the money, not the power, not the stuff that's been created. It's them... And that wherever they go, that will follow, not recognising... I mean, you know, of course not. They're not materialists, but not recognising how the circumstances made all of that possible. Just, they, they seem to think that they could go into... It's the whole Neom thing. They could make the desert bloom through sheer force of will. Except at least Neom has actual fucking money okay, behind I it. I mean, how dare you? One of these people might have invented, like, the marquee tag in HTML or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one guy gets to make a city. Yeah, uh, but 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 James, you're forgetting uh, uh, the imperative, which is first you get the city and then you get the property. Again, let me read a little bit. Uh, this is from one of Dryden's blogs again. The real sort of compelling incentive to become one of our first residents is land ownership. Manhattan's land value is 1.7 trillion. Manhattan is worth significantly more than the Amazon. 
The notion is if you're a founding resident, you can build, you can own land in a new city at a very low based cost. And we could create, potentially create a ton of enterprise value, which would increase the land value very significantly in a relatively short period of time. Assuming it's as great as we think it's going to be for the people who want to <laughs> live there. It's a scam. It's, it's a fucking scam. There we I mean, we can only speculate. Yeah, it is impressive to see the. I don't know. Is this the first pump and dump of like real estate? <laughs> well, it's not, definitely not the first pump and dump of real estate because, like, many. But um, it's maybe the first one of no, because fictional real estate has already been done. That's the uh, um, uh, oh Starship God. Citizen just or whatever that fucking game's do- called, Star Citizen. Of course we want to do this in the fucking Mediterranean because the Mediterranean, the land value is going to just like lose its value because of climate change. So yeah, there you go. That's why. That's yeah, and if you, just, if you just don't believe in climate change because of whatever that garbled shit was earlier, then um, you're scot-free. Yep. Yeah, but climate yeah. change is a heroic project to solve, so don't worry, one of these guys sitting but behind their laptops if, will work it if out. Peter Thiel drinks enough blood... Right, he'll become like a fucking mega vampire, and he'll be able to just like blot out the sun, and then we won't have climate change anymore. <laughs> I'm extremely here for this legacy of Kainas plot to block out the sun, so that the vampires <laughs> of Silicon Valley can continue. Absolutely, yeah, no, a hundred percent on board now. Future we deserve. <laughs> now, if you're Peter thinking, Peter Field would enter the state of change and emerge with a new gift some years after the master our own evolution would follow just like yes loving it let's go also john so rental is still there <laughs> <laughs> so i mean if you're thinking wow this sounds awesome i want to become part of the praxis elite so how do you do that well you, you join us yeah, for yeah. a month <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you, re- guess- do, you reckon, do you reckon this is going to run through that the was, Elite Dangerous forum somehow? That was the uh, that was the <laughs> podcast equivalent of you know when the three Stooges all trying to go through the door. I think I'm thinking I'm going to have to update that to you now. Like you yeah. know, this episode has done it too much damage. Uh, so if you want to jo- if you want to join the Praxis Elite, you can join their Discord. Um, which only has you what- mean our Discord? <laughs> no, I mean their Discord. They have they have one as well. Um, so you can join are you, that Discord. Are you an Ubermensch? Join our Discord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which only has one public-facing forum. And if you're in there, you can earn what they term prax points by doing tasks and demonstrations. And, and if is, you're that how, one... is that how you unlock different cybernetics in fucking Deus Ex, then? <laughs> <laughs> Back in a second, I'm just about to twitch to change the um, skeleton cans. <laughs> And, I mean, tasks are, what, are essentially like they 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 assign you homework. Like you have to write like I don't know the sewage code or something. Seriously. Oh my god. And if you're wondering what demonstrations are, well, demonstrations are a chance to prove your ded- dedication to the praxis. Your society. dedication. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, the thing is, though. Thing is, though, right? I bet you could. I bet you could waltz into that Discord and get declared like the fucking the the king of them all by like just on the, with the the laziest like blue sky thinking and magic. Like, just rock in there and just go. Oh, what about what about this though, lads? Ed two or ten. On the blockchain, <laughs> and then just fucking like you know what I mean, make you the head of cybersecurity. I mean, for life. Al- I mean, almost, but not quite. Because uh, once you have enough, you get in there and you save up your praxis points, and you just immediately spend two of them on the punching through walls ability kind of thing. Yeah, like yeah, just I'm I'm really enjoying this. Um, just going around as they're, as they're putting the city up, you're just there, like, punching through the walls. Yeah. <laughs> Choke-holding all of the builders and everything. Yeah. You just stack a why, bunch of crates together and those... then T-clip through through the city. Why, why have you got those blades in your arm? Ah, well, listen, it's a very long oh, I didn't. Story. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> <laughs> so once you have earned enough Prax points, you can unlock membership of uh, the Praxis Society and take part in the eight domains of creating the Praxis City. 
Um, is, it, is this a th- very thin, vi- thinly veiled like circles of hell? Like you accidentally <laughs> entered Dante's Inferno. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's you create a society with a certain uh, triangular shape, wherein some people <laughs> live above. Um, <laughs> and if you're wondering what the eight domains are of the Praxis City, they are state. By God, am I? <laughs> <laughs> the well, eight corners of the cube, which is time. Uh, so if you're wondering they are statecraft health education environment philosophy security trade and culture so you would be assigned to a subdomain these are all all jobs nadine dorries does now (laughs) (laughs) topical actually if Um, we can just um, very quickly nip into that apparently um Boris Johnson is uh, wants Liz Truss to become the Chancellor. So, oh, <laughs> what the fuck? Just get a fucking yeah. chimp in while you're at it. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> Just waggle those levers whatever way you want to fucking go. No way it can come out worse. Ch- Chancellor time for Bonzo. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh. Anyway, yeah. Back back to Praxis. <laughs> Um, so, and this Indeed. collection of like eight of of ideas contained within these eight domains that is called the Praxis Brain. <laughs> Praxis Brain is what you've been inflicting on me week by week. <laughs> the first, the first domain is posting. The second, second domain is shit posting. <laughs> the third domain is proving your loyalty to this podcast. Um, so that. The highest level, uh, the the top of the pyramid, if you will, uh, is to become, of course, a resident of Praxis City. Let me quote you again. To live, and, to live and walk within the bounds of our city is a privilege earned through action and dedication. Residency is granted during a minting ceremony that only current <laughs> residents may attend. <laughs> Wait, so... What? So does that mean if you're not... This is so confused. How does the first per- how does the f- where does the first resident come from? Does it spring forth from the ground in the yes. form of an ape? The, fir- the first resident is the city itself. He's like that one transformer, you know, that like turned into a fucking like town with a monorail. Uh, fucking excuse me. It's actually they're actually formed out of immaculate conception. <laughs> oh, that, was, that was a stretch even for you David um, for, for now much of the information regarding Praxis residency will remain a mystery to the outside world <laughs> okay you see, no, it's you, not that much of a mystery it's just a really big bed that we all sleep in <laughs> can, can, you, can you legally like talk about the outside world if you haven't built your city yet isn't everywhere the outside world at that point? <laughs> Look, in, in fairness to them, if the lunatics who literally want to build a colony on the moon and in space can do this shit, then I think we can extend it to these guys whose ideas are, if nothing else, it to a them little either. bit more down to yeah. earth. Fuck a lot of them. <laughs> I mean, obviously, th- this whole thing is like a fucking horrible trash idea, but they have raised almost $20 million to, like, do studies oh, and... I'm now picturing, like, a fucking, do you know what I mean? A post-apocalyptic scenario on the moon where it's just a bunch of confused Ed 209s roaming around like Jurassic Park. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, I mean, they've raised almost 20 billion bucks in in cash from, like, the top tier of the crypto-lunatic world. Uh, The Winklevoss twins, some people involved with Coinbase, uh, uh, um, uh... what was it? Three Point Capital, the one, uh, the fund in Singapore that's since gone down the shitter. So, like, it's obviously a terrible idea, but still, it's out there. And oh, do, I was, do you know what? It's it's like it's like there's a minimum threshold of stupidity you have to reach before, like, you can just get like stupendous amounts of like capital just funneled into your idiotic, asinine ideas. Ours are very simple. We should start a news and politics podcast. That's also maybe kind of funny. These guys, we're going to build a city that runs on crypto and also is on the moon, I guess, or whatever the fuck. Uh, yeah, $3 million, or tw- $30 million, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so what the business model's saying there really is, Jamie, step your fucking game up. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, the phrase... Has, has that has since gone down the shitter is going to feature a lot in these guys' future, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So I was thinking about this, like in a slightly broader context, like this is obviously if you're listening to this podcast, you know that it is a sort of a returning favorite of mine is to look at these insane, weird fantasies, particularly of crypto people, but also these sort of escapist fantasies. Like, and I was thinking about what draws particularly me uh, into this shit. And I think fundamentally it's fucking hilarious because it is always hilarious when these people are left to their own devices and like sort of let loose of any constraints to see what kind of idiot shit they come up with but i also think at the same time this shit is like quite sinister and also not funny because i think it shows this shows and the other ones show as well that a certain segment of capital or at least like the silicon valley variety of it they're getting to leave us behind and to wherever they fucking go and I hope they do, but, you know... I'm going to escape to the one place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism so I can corrupt it with capitalism. <laughs> no, no, but I'm being serious. Like, these people, like Elon Musk, right? He's trying to fuck off to the moon. Be- Bezos has that weird moon uh, uh, um, city in low Earth orbit that we talked about before. They have no desire anymore to stay here and fix things or share things. They want to fuck off and build their compounds literally only for the the uber mention of which they themselves of course are one uh and they want to fuck off and do that on the high seas on the moon in the mediterranean well only the eloy are welcome and you know given that the fucking climate is breaking down the food prices are rising everything is going to hell the fucking handbasket you're not welcome here none of us are fucking welcome in this shit and okay you know, but at, at the same time at the same time they're inevitably going to fuck it up do you know what I yeah mean? like elon musk is never getting to mars Elon Musk's, like, fucking skeleton might float past Mars at some point in the future. All of these idiots are just, like, fucking useless at everything they do. Do you know what I mean? They think having a lot of startup capital and luck made them into, like, super geniuses, and it didn't. Yeah. So Mm. if fucking, if, like, if Jeff Bezos, whose, like, grand fucking thing was sell books for cheap on the internet, it like, if he thinks that translates into fucking, like, you know, geoengineering or fucking space like fucking engineering or whatever then good luck to him i'll, I'll be standing down here laughing mm-hmm. no but, I, but i'm not talking about like i mean i agree with you like it, anything to do with this shit practically is hilariously funny will never work and just cause some explosion somewhere along the line which is all extremely funny but it's it's a f- sort of a fundamental attitude because i think it translates into how they run their daily lives as well and you know just like as a hypothetical in case let's say this stupid fucking city does get built do you think that a small boat filled with refugees in the mediterranean blown off course or or setting sail for it would be welcome there or would it just be shot out of the water uh it would be welcomed how often do free slaves turn up uh, all that so I think if you're looking at it, at least I, I was thinking about right, this. But I think the, it's kind of- the thing is, though, if, if these guys built their fucking, like, you know what I mean, mythical El Dorado in, like, Greece or wherever the fuck they're going to put it, and, like, mm. you know, they like all the fucking, like, all the richest, like, kings of Europe go and live with them or whatever, then, like, the rest of us might, like, make things better in their absence, you know? If all of yeah. capital fucks off to, like, some, like, promised land that they've built for themselves with a big wall around it, then... Good for that. Hundred percent true. Hurry but, up but, and fuck but, off to New Zealand. But again, I think if you, it, I was thinking about this. It's kind to me. It's kind of a, a, it. It's sort of a staged evolution of capitalism where the escapism for the elite goes right because the first CEOs and the lords of finance just got essentially like a big house. Like if you look at the robber baron houses in the 1920s, like they're big and stupid and they're kind of like a European castle, but it's just a big house. But then it becomes a bigger house with a large fence around it. And 10 years ago, if you remember, like it became a nuclear bunker in New Zealand with a private security guard. And now it's everything. It's not just they want a house. They want to unmoor themselves completely from society and from any kind of consequence and just fuck off. And I agree, any kind of practical stuff is weird and hilarious and funny, and I would encourage them to do it. But the movement of separating themselves completely from the rest of humanity with for these people, the, the, the heroes of innovation and of Silicon Valley capitalism, they have no more desire to be with, with, with us. And I That's don't want to be with them shit. either. They, they understand that the end is coming and they wish to bury themselves with all their possessions. Does anyone um, anyone remember that bit from one of the Hitchhiker's Guidebooks where they talk about like the, the fucking 
planet where all the like the the ubermensch got on a big rocket and left and they left behind like all the fucking like uh you know all the the underclass so the the example given is they left behind all the people whose job it is to like clean telephones or whatever and then when they got where they were going they all died from a virus they they contracted from a dirty telephone that's yeah. exactly what's going to happen here it's like they're leaving society because oh everything's fucked and the, the planet's on fire and everything but it's their fault so when they go somewhere else and set up they're going to just fuck it up just as badly as they did the place they're leaving behind yeah and it's like I think there's a, there is a difference here, Rob. I don't think it is like a natural progression necessarily, because say what you like about robber barons, etc. They built their houses as defensible positions, essentially. What you see in here, I honestly think this is a combination of the end is nigh and they kind of know it, but also, in Rand did a tremendous amount of damage <laughs> to society and culture. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm not even joking. Like her whole, you know, Galt's Gulch basically inspired all of this shit yeah yeah. and if ayn rand hadn't written all of that you might find them still panicking a bit about you know the society as a whole and what they potentially do to secure themselves in their position in it if i can make um um, one observation there james the robber barons built their big castly houses to protect themselves etc these fuckers are now leaving to protect themselves what does that say (laughs) I think it says that they're stupid enough to think that leaving is a viable solution. And or I think that's because that, of Ayn Rand's brain damage. Or that that's I mean, the only way they've got to protect themselves because staying is not really an option for much longer. No, but what I find is interesting as well, and that sort of loops back to where, where we started uh, this whole episode, is like, there's f- in every iteration of this, right, and this is just the latest one, this fucking Gold's Gulch bullshit uh crypto city is in every iteration there's fewer and fewer and rooms on the lifeboats or in the city or in the whateverville they're talking about eighty thousand people here right that's that sort of cap maximum kind of thing so there's fewer and fewer lifeboats and i think the middle class is obviously less and less welcome on this because they're dying like this is a decades-long project it is the essence of capitalism to suck all wealth upwards and it's just accelerating now and i think sometimes that's why the middle classes like the comfortable middle classes are getting so fucking weird like your emma kennedy's and your brian cox's i think part of their response to, to stuff like brexit and stuff is is they can hear the death rattle of their own class but they've been assured that all their lives that there would be room for them above aboard the super yacht in the the mega city on the the the, the low earth orbit amazon space that they they would be welcome aboard you know that was the bargain that was made and I think they're starting to see that that is not true, that that they too are going to be eaten by these fucking maniacs. And they're now starting to look at the working class they left drowning behind them long ago and think, fuck, maybe I'm going to be drowning too. And I think part of the weirdness of like the fuppy shit is, is that sort of panic reaction. And I think... You know, I'll, I don't know. Maybe we'll do another one of these weird escapist fantasies one day. Maybe we won't. But like this, this fundamental drive to sort of unmoor yourself completely from society and just fuck off because the whole thing is fucked. Like, yeah, we should. They should all go because we we have no use for them for these fucking renty vampires. They should all piss off. But the fact that they are willing to do it themselves is, I think, quite significant. And the way it mm. emanates itself is really relevant and probably not a good sign in the short term. Yeah, the short term. Long Although long it is also though. fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, cool. Um, I think that's probably about time, so we'll wrap it up now. Yeah. Cool. Sure. All right, uh, so Twitch streams still on Thursdays, uh, twitch.tv forward slash PraxisCast. Maybe possibly Mondays, we'll still see. Um, listen to the bonus episodes uh, we released a couple of bonus episodes just last week they are very good you should go check them out uh, it's patreon.com forward slash praxiscast you can get merch we have lots yeah, of t-shirts yeah praxiscast not praxis society make sure you get yeah. it right <laughs> um, we have uh, t-shirts at uh, praxiscast.tml.com and um, you should also listen to Peace at Home the podcast with music by Jordan yeah <laughs> it's, it's very music by Jordan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
people cannot stop talking about the music mm. by Jordan. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, um, let's. Uh, it's let's, it's let's like a Hamilton, up. but for Turkish politics. Oh, get dudes! Like, <laughs> like, get Bye. 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 <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. oh. All right, we've got to stop recording. Yeah. Now. Oh. Yeah.